Well, look who it is. Look at you, stumbling in here all drunk. You know your wife's gonna leave you. It's only a matter of time. You can't come in here drunk, desperate, and attention craving for my needs again. Your wife will leave you. But I'm the fool. I'm the fool in all of this. Because I, I can't say no to you. You're just this, this sexy young thing that comes in here and goes, hey, entertain me. And I'll entertain you. Is this what you want? <laughs> Is this what you want, you big, strong man? You want me to turn around for you? Is that what daddy likes? Huh? Well, I'll do it for you. You sick freak. When are you going to break up with her? So you can just be with me? <laughs> you promised it was just us now. You promised it was just us. But you're here. With her. What time you got to go back? Hmm? What time you got to go back to her? In an hour. Oh. I'm just some piece of meat, aren't I? That was the intro for the Keeping That Smile podcast. Hopefully the story carries on next week, but most likely I'll forget. So welcome back to another episode of the Keeping That Smile podcast. Featuring me, Ryan Smith. Who is, of course, your producer, stuntman, director, actor, uh, stage designer, stage designer 2, um, the coffee guy, um... God, I really need to figure out more people that work on a set of a podcast and film crew. Everyone else in the film crew and the extras that make me look so brilliant. But I will be doing all of my own stunts. Yes, I'm exactly like Tom Cruise. So sit back, relax, and listen to me. Ryan Schmidt. Right, how are we doing? I don't know what that intro was about, but trust me, it was a hell of a lot better than the last one. I was just crying for about four minutes in the last one. I know I cried a little bit there. Real tears, by the way. So, you know, if there's any uh, directors out there or agents um, looking for, like, an actor, you know, I can do it all. Trust me. <laughs> like, you know, like, sad. I, I realize that you can't actually see my face when I frown there, but... And happy. Oh, maybe I can do it just through my voice. Okay, hang on, wait. Sad. Happy. Um, jokey. <laughs> um, uh, what else have I got? What other emotions are there? Oh, distraught. Hang on, okay. Distraught. I can do it all as an actor and podcast presenter. Presenter. And if you're looking for voiceover work, I'm your man. I'm still yet to be paid for this podcast. It has actually cost me more money than anything to do this podcast. It's a monthly fee. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Any, anyone want to sponsor me? Anyone? No? <laughs> All right, then. We'll just keep... <sighs> that is not refreshing at all. Anywho, how are we all? We all right? Good. Don't care. So, keeping up with the Carnelians will be the segment 
We do straight after I tell you this. Uh, no editing, okay? It's raw. It's like, you know, it's bareback raw. We, we do it hard here. We go rough, and I apologize for that. But if you do need a safe word, um, it's cactus, okay? Cactus is, you're being too raw, settle down. Uh, there is also a swear warning. If and when you think I'm swearing, just say cactus so I can't hear you. So shut up. Okay. I woke up from a nap like about 20 minutes ago. So I am struggling to kind of come to terms with the fact that I need to be nice and smiley on this and not be a grumpy, grouchy man. So my apologies, but I hate you all right now because I had to wake up to do this because I don't have time later. <laughs> you people. Anywho, guys, uh, keeping up the Carnelians. Um, first of all, I think it is time for me to get guests on this podcast. Um, I don't know if I want to do it like every single episode because I think it's going to be difficult for me uh, every episode to find a person, um, especially with COVID going on. And I don't really necessarily want to do it over Zoom because there's so many things that can go wrong, like over Zoom or over Skype or, or stuff like this. You know, connection could just go. Um, so I'd like to do it in person. I'd like to invite them into my home and uh, and do it like that um, rather than... Because obviously we don't edit. So if it does mess up, I'm just going to be here like, <laughs> okay, that, that, that thank, thanks, Tom. See you later, you know. I don't know who Tom is. I'm tired. Hang on. More energy drink. <sighs> Can't say the name of the energy drink for copyright reasons, of course. Um but yeah, I'm thinking about getting guests on. So I'd love to kind of know what kind of guests you want to hear from. I've got an idea of, you know, some guests that I want to talk to. Um, obviously regarding fitness and, and mental health. But, you know, the, the people that like come to mind for me are my clients because of, of a journey they've been on. Plus they can tell you all how great I am. But I also want to bring on other people who have like nothing to do with me. And I'll kind of want... I don't want to just bring strangers into my home. So... I've got to kind of find a balance with it all, really. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But maybe I'll do it like every five episodes, maybe every ten episodes, depending on how difficult it is. Because, you know, COVID is still a thing in this world. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, it's definitely in my mind. These podcasts will get um, better, I hope. But if it doesn't work, we'll just get back to the old the old format. Um, so I'm 88.10 kilograms now. 88.10, and you can't see me, but I was flexing my chest. I can do that, like, titty dance thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the rock does. Do, 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 do. can do that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, let your friends know. If they ever want to, you know, come around and be a guest on my show, then they can, they can watch me do that. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, I'm 88.10 kilograms now, which is unbelievable. I think last week I was 88.93. Five, something like that, maybe close to 89. Um, I've had an unbelievable week with training. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's just been an absolute roller coaster this week. Uh, my tra- I, like honestly, I know like the last episode, I was like the happiest I've ever been. And yes, and God, I really am. I really am. I'm just so, so happy right now. Um, training's going great. Everything's going great. The new football season starts soon. God, I've, it's been so long. I know the Euros only just finished, but 
I, I miss watching Newcastle. Oh, if you didn't know already, I'm a Newcastle fan. I know it doesn't make sense. I'm from the southeast of England and I support the furthest team north, I think. Could be Sunderland, could be Middlesbrough. Don't care about them there. It's all about the tune. Um, yeah, but I'm a Newcastle fan. So my brother was a Newcastle fan growing up. Uh, I love the black and white stripes. Um, and uh, he had the top. I think that was when like Newcastle were good. Uh, so I was born in 1993, and I think it was the 90s... Oh, God, this is terrible. I don't know this, actually. 95, 96 season? It's around that, around that area where we, we came second in the league and we had some unbelievable players and we were beating teams left, right and centre. Um, and we almost won. We almost won it. And it was like the famous Kevin Keegan. I would love it if we beat them. I would love it. But, of course, Sir Alex Ferguson won, didn't he? God, it's such a... Just let someone else win for once. But anyway, I didn't really know what football was then, but my brother did. And as soon as Newcastle lost that, he then became a Man United fan. So I know he doesn't listen to this. Do you know what? When was the last time I saw my brother? Oh my God, when was the last time I saw my brother? I don't know. Five? Oh my God. When, when was the last time? It's been about six years, I think. I don't know. But anyway, if you're listening to this, Glory Hunter, yeah? You're a Newcastle fan, you know it. So anyway, I stuck with Newcastle because I'm a loyal, loyal person. Um, and then, yeah, I've watched them lose ever since. It's been great fun. Really enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. And Man United's won everything. So maybe he was right. I don't know. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, football season. Yeah, so I actually have a fantasy football league if you'd like to join. So if anyone, you know, here likes fantasy football, let me know. Email me and I will send you the code. Or you can message me on Instagram at ryansmith.pt. So, you know, it's cool. Uh, and if you want to email me, it's keepingthatsmile at gmail.com. Tell your friends. Um, well, I'm getting my second jab tomorrow. Ooh, exciting. Uh, I hear that loads of people have struggled after they've had their, like, second Pfizer jab. Um, I've had a few clients cancel and stuff. So I'm a little bit nervous going into it, but, you know, it's important. It's important to get vaccinated. Get me that double jab. Double jab city. And if you haven't had your... COVID jabs. I, I don't I don't know how to help. I don't know how to help. There's like, I don't understand people that just don't, like don't want to get, you know, their COVID jabs. I, I I still don't understand it. Like, how many people have died? How many how many people? How many? It could mutate like all flus. You know, I just don't I don't understand. Anyway, let's not get into that because I don't know too much about it. And I'm tired. So, yeah. Um, right, so a few weeks ago, I asked um, my Instagram uh, what's, like, the most embarrassing things... Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you so I could read it out on my podcast? Because, <laughs> funny. Funny, isn't it? Funny. Um, so one person put, I once thought I had a job, but then realized it was actually an interview. Now, this is a joke to me. Um... Because I genuinely thought I had the job and it was actually an interview. And this has happened a couple of times. I think I explained, uh, like, episode one or two that, you know, I, I got a job as an assistant manager. But recently, at my job at Core, right, um, I went down there. They messaged me on Instagram. And they were like, hey, do you want to, like, come down and, like, um, just have a chat with us? We just want, we're taking on new spin instructors, etc." And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I've gone down there and they were like, let us know what kind of times you can you can do and all this. And I was like, yeah, sure, no worries. This, this was a Tuesday. 
So I've gone down there, had a lovely chat with them. Um, and then they're like, yeah, we'll try and get you in on, on Thursday just so we can kind of, you can train some of us just so we can kind of get a vibe of like who you are, etc. And I was like, yeah, sure, fair enough. I get that. Um, so I've gone down on Thursday. Um, but they actually sent me an email rather than through Instagram, which was where I was expecting them to message me. And um, through the email, uh, they were kind of like, look, can you do one, uh, what was it, 10, 15 tomorrow by any chance? And I was like, and I saw this, obviously, because I'm, you know, so busy right now. <laughs> like, too busy. Too busy for anyone. Uh, I saw this on, like, Wednesday night, and I had to go in on Thursday. Um, and I was like, oh, God, like, I've got a client at 10.15 tomorrow. So I had to, like, move them back, go in there. Um, I actually said no to him at first. I have to do a different day. But they managed to get me in. Uh, so I went in there and, uh, you know, made up this, like, session off the top of my head. Did, like, spin tracks and stuff. And they were like, yeah, brilliant. Um, we'll give you some hours next week and go from there. I was like, awesome. Okay, brilliant. Sorted. Um, and I actually had a, a friend of mine who went uh, to CORE as well. And I, as I was leaving, I saw her. And I was like, oh, hey, like we're going to be working together. This is great, blah, blah. Gave her like a fist bump. I was like, go get them, Tiger. And I'll see you later. And I actually saw her like an hour and a half later um, at another gym, funny enough. And uh, she was like, did you, did you get the job? And I was like, and I kind of like, well, yeah. Like, as in, like, the cockiest thing in the world. She was like, oh, I, I didn't I didn't get it. I was like, what? I thought they were, like, taking loads of people on. Because, obviously, I saw in the email, like, they CC'd... I've got burps, sorry. They CC'd four people in. And I was just like, well, yeah, like, I thought... I thought we was all getting it. I just... I, I thought they were just, like, messaging people that they really liked the look of, and then, yeah, go from there. But, no, it was it was an interview. I was in an interview the whole time. I, I was like I was awful, like uh, not as in like bad. I was just like I was literally shouting like as I was doing the class. I was like, "Well, guys, we're going to be working together, so I need to kind of let you know what I'm all about." Um, I was really over cocky and overconfident, but, but accidentally, I was just letting them know that I, what I am to work with. So, like, obviously, you guys know that I'm, you know, a bit into, like panache and theatrical and whatever and I wanted to put that through that's exactly what I'm like when I, I train people especially in classes and spin classes and then she's like yeah, yeah I didn't get the job I was like are you joking I thought we all got the job so yeah that's a, that's a low key joke to me because I genuinely didn't know I was in an interview but hey I got the job anyway so that's okay <laughs> had my first class today thank you very much and yes I burnt 750 calories it's exhausting um uh Next one is, you carrying me up 12 flights of stairs thinking I was going to die. Um, this is from my good friend Kenny. Um, we were in Sunny Beach, Bulgaria. If you've never heard of it, good. Leave it that way, let me tell you. It's a, it's a roller coaster of a holiday. And um, we are totally, totally going to leave it at that. Okay. Um, but yeah, he had way too much to drink and I was fairly sober. Um, I actually recorded him trying to walk and he was literally shouting down the street, I'm going to die. But he was just drunk. But, you know, Kenny. He's an emotional wreck. He actually... Hang on, I need to talk, talk about this. He actually catfished my friend. Uh, in a sense. So, I don't think many of you know Kenny. And if you do, let's pick on him. <laughs> um, but Kenny... God love him. Uh... He nicked 
one of my friend's pictures from like Bebo or something and used it as his own picture. So like he, he, he took that profile picture and said that was him and started chatting up girls and stuff. So that's, that's Kenny, ladies and gentlemen. That's Kenny for you. Um, lovely guy. He's changed now. He's got a child and, uh, and a missus. And they're both absolutely lovely, by the way. So, um, but you know, just be careful when you, you come across a Kenny because it could be this guy. Okay. Um, so this, these are still the, like, the most embarrassing things that have happened to people, right? Um, I was bashing one out mid-climax. My nan walked in and said, oh, sorry, carry on. I mean, what are you... What are you... Like, first of all, your nan is a saint. To realize what you're doing... Oh, sorry, carry on. She is... She is the kind of person you want to hang out with. If she says carry on in a situation like that, under pressure... Mate, I don't know about you, but I'd have, like, maybe asked her to join... Is she hot? <laughs> Sorry, it's your nan. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. I can't leave that in. I'm not doing it again. I ain't got time. Oh, I've got like 30 minutes. I ain't got time. It's staying in. Guys, I'm sorry that I've done that. It's staying in. Um... I'm going to regret that. Accidentally got drunk on a date and knocked myself out whilst being sick in their bathroom. That's impressive. That's impressive. Oh, I'd love to have seen your date's uh, reaction. I really would. Uh, so, okay, I've got a long one here. This is, this is great. So I went on a few dates and after the fourth date or so, I stayed over theirs for the first time and basically needed a giant shit the next morning. Why has this podcast turned into the biggest shit story of all time? People love poo, apparently. It's just happening. Um, so neither the giant shit the next morning. As if that wasn't embarrassing enough, when I got to their loo and had my shit, they had no loo roll whatsoever. I was horrified. It was a massive shit too. Like, cover my hand like a mummy and let's wipe this beast. <laughs> let's wipe this beast big. Who, 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 does people still wrap their hand like a mummy when they go to the toilet? I don't. I fold it. Is that... That's right, yeah? I don't wrap my hand, I don't mummy my hand. I just get about three, maybe four, depending on, you know, if it's been a dark day. And then, you know, three, three pieces is fine. What ply does everyone use? I've got to that age. I, I, two ply is too risky for me. Two ply and you're, you're doing damage to yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So anyway, the only thing in the loo was a couple of pairs of underwear uh, wait, wait, what, what? Wait, what? So only... So anyway, the only thing in the loo was a couple of pairs of underwear drying on the radiator. Oh, in the toilet, you mean? Like, in the bathroom, okay. So anyway, the only thing in the loo was a couple of pairs of underwear drying on the radiator. Long story short, I wiped the boxes and flushed them. That's not the end. A few days after, on another date, they confronted me and basically outright asked me if I'd stolen a pair of underwear weighing up uh, the scenario. Um... Hang on, I've lost my... Because it's a story... Wait, this is just shocking. Uh, weighing up which scenario was actually worse, I just said yes, and they dumped me. I felt like the truth was more horrifying, so now I'm an underwear thief, or rather the underwear shit-wiping thief. So basically, this guy's had a shit around his date's house. He could only find boxes. Uh, 
who flushes boxers? That is a risk. That's a risk. Shepherd, where are you? Talk to me. I, I think what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to get the shepherd to uh, text me his questions or leave a voice note of his questions. But he listens to every episode. So Shepherd, after you've listened to this, I'm going to need your, I'm going to need your advice on that. Do you think he flushed the boxes? Do you think the boyfriend asked next time what you know what's the situation? And I'm going to need you for this because I, I, I ain't got time to think about these kind of things. Um, what else we got? All right, so I actually have uh, again another poo story. I'm sorry that this podcast has gone to absolute. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Do you get it? Because it's a poo. Tough crowd. Jesus Christ. I need like a laughing track because I think I'm hilarious, but I wonder if anyone actually laughs at this. So, um, another poo story here. And I'm sorry this it's happened, but we're going to have to do another poo story. So, um, embarrassing poo story. I must remain anonymous. I cannot live with friends knowing this. So back when I used to live with an ex, we only had one bathroom toilet. We both worked, but he would sometimes work later than me. When he came home, I wasn't allowed to bother him for the first half an hour. He would just go upstairs and sit on the toilet, scrolling through his phone to chill, which is fine. I love that, don't you? Anyone in a relationship here and just does that? Guys, come on. You just sit on that toilet for ages, right? I do too. You just uh, like sometimes I'm in there for an hour and I get pins and needles when I stand up. It's amazing. Um, guys who have got kids definitely do that. Um, but one awful day, an awful feeling came over me. I needed to go. He's just got home and is in the bathroom, and I must leave him alone. Apparently, I didn't. Oh, sorry, alone. Brackets. Apparently, I didn't know what a red flag was. Oh, that's sad. Well, I'm sorry that he was. Um, I don't know, like, was he flirting with another girl on the toilet? It sounds like you got better off, because if he's flirting with a girl on the toilet, that is going to be a messy scene. Think of the pictures. Ugh. Right. <laughs> but I had to go immediately. Panic took over. What the hell am I going to do? There's no other toilet. I'm not friendly enough with the neighbours to use theirs. What the fuck do I do? Container. I need a container. I go to the depths of the cupboards, looking for something suitable, whilst in crippling pain, holding everything in. I find a casserole dish. We don't make casseroles. It's an old dish. It won't be missed. I grab a chair with uh, uh, I grab a chair with arms. I get it over with I get it over with feeling nothing but disgust with myself. The dog looks at me with outrage and utter shame. But how the fuck do I get rid of it? How? I covered it up and ran into the garden and buried it in a compost heap. Uh, what to become of the casserole dish? The bins had all just been emptied, so why are we throwing out the casserole dish would crop up. I decided it didn't need to be dealt with immediately. We don't use it. I'll clean it, hide it somewhere, and dispose of it at a later date. Fast forward to probably six months later, we are now living at his parents, and I'm having to go through boxes of our stuff as the relationship was over and I was moving out. I noticed his mum had already helped herself to various pots and pans, my iron and the casserole dish, needless to say. I grabbed my iron, got into my car, and smiled as I drove away. Um, is I would... I love that. I love everything about that. I love the fact that you picked a casserole dish. Because, because um, you knew it was going to be a large one. And uh, 
so Hank, like how I've got so many questions about this. So, so you shit in a casserole dish over a chair, dogs looking at you. I love the fact that you've you've noticed the shame in the dog's eyes, as if the dog doesn't shit everywhere. The the dog has not got a leg to stand on in this. I'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? You shit everywhere. You shit it. Look at look at me. You piece. You shit everywhere. As if the dog as if the dog can look at you like that. Tell him to sit on the toilet. Outrage. What's his name? I bet he's, like his his dog's name was Trevor or something. Who kept the dog? Did he keep the dog? Definitely a Trevor. I don't know why it's definitely a Trevor. It's the first name that came to my head, but it just looks like a Trevor in my eyes. You know, he's brown. He's got like a bit of a scruffy chin. Brown eyes. It's fucking Trevor. What kind of breed was it? I bet it was like a... Mm, like a... Like a Labrador. Like a Labrador cross, I bet. <laughs> Fuck you, Trevor. Anyway, the dog hasn't got a leg to stand on. Um... Casserole dish over a chair with arms, amazing. I mean, I mean, yeah. What? Uh, I mean, I don't know. What? What would I do with it? I think I'd. Oof. I, I'd go to the tap, put some water in it. <laughs> chuck, chuck. I don't know. Yeah, chuck, chuck it into the compost heap, maybe. But mind you, the smell. Oh, yeah, you could bury it. You could bury it in the. I'd then clean the casserole dish. I think. I don't think I'd bury the casserole dish, but. Who dug up the casserole dish? Um, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need more of this. Who? So who goes? <laughs> so how did the mum grab the dish? Because if it's still buried in the compost heap, did, or did you did you clean it up and then go back? It's really not. I need guests on this to hear the rest of the story. But that is mad. Shepherd, what do we think? Shepherd, come at me. Uh, I didn't need the shepherd for the last episode because that was believable. Totally believable. Um. We've all shit the bed. It happens to the best of us. Um, right. What have, what have I got to say? I don't think. I, I don't think anything. I need to go to work. So if you if you guys are you done? You guys are okay with me to leave? Brilliant. That's awesome. Uh, if you have, I don't really want any more poo stories. Can we move on from the poo stories? I'd love to hear more embarrassing stories. Or everyone loves a sex story, doesn't they? I think sex stories are amazing. Um, because then as soon as I hear a sex story, I think of my own sex story. And then we can just share sex stories. And I want that for us. I, want, I just want to talk filth to all of you. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening to this episode. No idea what I'm going to call it yet. Hopefully it'll be smashing. But anyway, I've been Ryan Smith. You've been people. And I will catch you next time on the Keeping That Smile podcast. Send in your emails and your questions at keepingthatsmile at gmail.com and follow me at Instagram at ryansmith.pt. Lots of love, guys. Goodbye.